0: Welcome to the first podcast of 2020. It's good to be with you again after a really lovely, exciting, exhausting holiday season here in my house. And as we enter into these first weeks and months of the new year, a lot of us, especially for us as women and moms, often feel really pressured, or at least really want to, change something, or a lot of things. Things like, we want to get organized, we want to get fit, we want to change all our eating habits, we want to take on a new project or a new craft that we've never done before, we want to improve our relationships, we want to change ourselves completely. Does any of this sound familiar? All you have to do is turn on the TV the first week of the new year, any new year, and all of this gets thrown at us. On top of that, having brand new planners and calendars and a fresh page really does inspire us to do new things. Sometimes it's just getting to the place where we're taking down all the Christmas decorations and rearranging things in our home and we think, I could do more of this. I've got the energy, let me do something new. Or we're dealing with sort of the humdrum after all of the celebrating. And we think that doing something new would be good for us or inspiring to us. So there's a lot of reason that we as moms look at this time of year with fresh eyes and a fresh interest in doing something a little bit different. Some of these desires that come up in our hearts and minds come from a really good place. They they are a place where we feel inspired, we feel like it's the time to do them, and they're really good for us. Sometimes, however, they come from a place of lack or condemnation, so they aren't as good for us as they seem on the surface. And they might end up producing bad fruits in our lives or, or just in our, our minds and hearts. So it's really important to pray about and evaluate these desires to determine what is right for us to take on. Yet, even if we've determined that these are good changes, ones that God has placed on our hearts, it can be really difficult to take on or more likely persevere in these new things since we have to live and work with other people and i'm pretty sure that you like me already have jam-packed lives just because hey we're moms and it kind of goes with the job description Making desired changes can seem absolutely impossible because of all we already have to do, and that realization can really weaken our resolve and often leave us feeling frustrated with ourselves or our circumstances. For me personally, one of these desired changes has been, for a while now, the need for exercise. Now exercise isn't my tip-top priority in life, but I really do feel better when I get some exercise. It gives me energy, it clears my mind, it just helps me feel better overall when I've done some. But I kept hitting roadblocks in my life every time I tried to incorporate exercise into my daily schedule. First, the getting up earlier advice that one reads everywhere did not work for me now like most of us i often need to stay up really late for various reasons yet my particular body and health needs at least seven or more hours of sleep to stay healthy so i have to prioritize sleep over exercise for my health and well-being so i said well if i can't get up earlier to get the exercise before everybody else is awake I'll try moving my workouts to later in the day. And I found a workout that I could do at home and I began to work out every weekday. And then three things sidelined that. First, there are days I don't get home till 11 p.m. and I come home dragging and exhausted and there is no way I'm exercising at that time of night. Second, when I am home with my family, I really don't enjoy spending precious time away from them in the middle of the day. That's why that starting before everybody wakes up thing would have worked if I didn't have the need for that sleep. And thirdly, but most significant to me, is that my body kept having a really weird reaction. I would get two or three weeks into my workout routine, and I'd be feeling good, and I'd be toning up, And then suddenly I would come down with some really bad illness. I suppose my body was releasing toxins, but because I have a complicated medical history, these illnesses wouldn't just be minor, they would land me flat on my back sick for weeks. And that was not enjoyable and not good for my life or my family. So for a really long time, I couldn't figure out how to get the movement that I wanted and needed without doing myself some kind of harm. I took it to prayer, and while I didn't get an immediate answer, I did begin to be able to approach the problem from a different angle. I was asking myself what could I do that would fit into my schedule, would make me feel like I wasn't missing out on time with my family, And most importantly, wouldn't cause me to get sick. Then, one day, while I was getting ready to start my radio show, More to Life, my engineer said, 30 seconds! And then my husband made a joke about how much we could get done in 30 seconds. It was an eternity. And you know what? I realized he was right. Years of doing radio has taught me how very long 30 seconds really is. Now, if you don't do radio or TV or some such thing for a living, you might think that's crazy. It's only 30 seconds. But if your radio went silent or your devices stopped streaming for 30 whole seconds, you'd notice. In fact, you'd think something was radically wrong. And can't 30 seconds seem like an eternity when you're waiting for your coffee in the morning? So this gave me an idea, I think prompted by the Holy Spirit, that I began to think might help me meet my goal. The idea is trying to do the smallest thing I could do, which was use 30 seconds to do some kind of exercise. Now, that wasn't just 30 seconds of the whole day. What I chose to do was do a 30-second plank every 30 minutes throughout the day, using my phone as a reminder and timer. Now I know that may sound really puny and ridiculous, but it met my criteria and would give me a chance to work up slowly in in an attempt to avoid like the previous health reactions that I was having. And it was also better than doing nothing which is what had happened to me for months on end in between trying to find workout routines that did work. So I started doing this. 30 seconds of planking every 30 minutes. I'd set my phone on vibrate. When it went off, I would find a break in what I was doing, and for 30 seconds I would hold that plank. After about two weeks without getting sick, because that's what I was testing for, I increased it to a minute plank every 30 minutes. Then I increased it to a minute and a half every 30 minutes. And when that was going well, I started adding sets of V-ups or donkey kicks after I would hold that plank. Now even with that, and right now I'm doing a minute and a half plank with six sets of 10 V-ups. So I do 10 take a breath, do 10 more, six times. And because I have my phone timer going the whole time, I can see it's only taking me about two and a half minutes every 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll do it every hour for the two to four days that I can fit it into my schedule. Now on days that I can't fit it in, and there are a lot of those, I fit it in as best I can with real intention but extreme flexibility because i know that i have to do other things in life so sometimes let's say i'm in an office or out at a mall shopping with my daughter i might duck into the ladies room once an hour and do 25 squats i figure i've done 25 squats and i've walked around a mall there's some exercise and then when i come home at night if i'm feeling healthy I'll pick back up on the every half hour, so I'm very flexible about it, but it makes me very aware of how much I can get done in a very short amount of time. Now, when I'm home and able to, I also use the planking time to turn my mind and my heart to God. I thank him for giving me the miracle of the health and strength to do it, Because that's something I didn't always have and can never guarantee that I will. And I ask him to help me serve him well and to know him and love him better. And I just take those deep breaths during that plank and give my life back over to him every 30 minutes. So I leave that time feeling energized instead of spent from overdoing and able to take on the next section of time until my alarm reminds me again. It's helped me realize that not all change requires huge amounts of time or radical life shifts. Change can be made in tiny, doable steps. So with that in mind, let's take a look at how this could apply to some other changes that we as moms often want to make so for instance getting organized now organizing is usually most successful when a big project is completed all in one go you know we've all heard about taking everything out of your closet and separating everything out into piles and putting it all back in in one go and you know what i did this myself this past few weeks after the visiting family left after the holidays, it really became necessary for me, because our family's in a state of growth, to sort out a lot of things and make room for all the new sheets and blankets and pillows and towels and such that I need now when people come to visit. But the next few months for me are chock full of commitments that will not leave me time for that kind of big project organizing. So now, I'm considering applying these tiny bits of time approach to other organizing things I'd like to do. So one idea that comes to mind is that I could take all the contents out of a drawer and then for one or two minutes each hour, I could sort things out and continue that process every hour until that drawer is finished. It wouldn't take me probably more than a day To get it done. In fact, I know it wouldn't and it'd probably go a lot faster, but it wouldn't be the kind of commitment that puts all my work and my kids and my spouse and everything else on hold. It would just be those little bits of time. When I thought about it, you can even use it to help improve relationships. How about when the half hour or hour alarm vibrates, you just take a moment to tell your child you love them or pay them a meaningful compliment or give them a hug or tell them a silly joke. If you're doing this over text to a child who's in school, you can change it to a quick text every few hours and just let them know you love them. You can even use a silly emoji that you two have agreed upon as your special signal that you love them so that your kids won't get embarrassed if their friends see your text. They'll have no idea what it is, but your child will know you're thinking about them and that you love them a lot, and that goes a long way. You know, we so often wait for a whole day where we can spend hours together to make any kind of connection with the people we love, and those days are so hard to come by with everybody's schedule. But connecting in small ways throughout the day we will build up a loving relationship. And when we do get those special long stretches of time, they'll be all the sweeter because of the teeny tiny connections we've made every day. Carving out these bite-sized times in your reoccurring schedule and adjusting them when needed has given me a real sense of power of the intentional use of time. Even if I have a day, has me going constantly. I can usually get 30 seconds or a minute when my alarm vibrates to do something small toward my goal. That is time I probably wouldn't get if I waited to have an hour or a day to get something accomplished. And you know what? If all I do is one 30-second plank in the course of a really particularly crazy day, that's 30 seconds more than I would have gotten if I pushed it aside hoping for time at the end of the day. So it makes a difference for me and I can hold on to those small wins and then build on them rather than condemning myself for not having gotten something done again. Now understand these tiny intervals aren't meant to become a tyranny suddenly controlling every 30 seconds of your day. If you're in the middle of something else that you shouldn't interrupt when the reminder goes off, just set the alarm for half an hour later or whatever time might work for you. It's a reminder to make a small space to do something that you've decided to do for yourself. So you can stop waiting for your turn to take care of yourself This is a way to give yourself little gifts of self-care that add up throughout every day. Not something that makes you a slave to a timer. If you try it and it doesn't bring you joy or a sense of satisfaction, then don't do it. Pray for a unique idea that would work for your life and your personality. I'm just sharing an inspiration that's really working for me do this every day, and I celebrate those little wins. And you know what? After just about eight weeks of doing this, just looking for a chance to move my body and tone up a little, I've actually dropped three dress sizes, with feeling like I haven't done anything at all. I really feel like I'm cheating at this because it hasn't been hard and I haven't broken a sweat And it's something I can do and celebrate. I wasn't trying to lose the weight. And I really haven't changed much else. Just taking those little moments has given me something that I can see measurably has changed my life. And that's a pretty cool thing. So no matter what it is that you're wanting to do, that you're wishing could happen in this new year, try coming up with tiny 30-second ways of making that goal happen. 30 seconds every 30 minutes or every hour or whenever you can fit it in might really begin to help you make changes in your life and do all those New Year's resolutions that you have poking around in the back of your mind. So if you find yourself getting weary trying to keep up with the new things that you want to do or the changes you'd hoped you'd make this year, just consider this idea of breaking things down into tiny bites, repeated bites of time, and be gentle with yourself and celebrate every tiny accomplishment. A new win every 30 minutes. That's really pretty fun. You may find that those changes and resolutions actually happen this year. Whatever you decide to do, whichever way you want to go, I just hope that your new year is everything that you're hoping and praying it will be. As always, know that I'm praying for you, and that I hope that you are having a blessed beginning to your new year. Talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today for this confidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.